This is TechEd's episode 69. Today we'll showcase the battle between Google Buzz and Twitter. Welcome to the Technology and Higher Education Podcast for the week of March 8th, 2010. I'm Brian Yonke, and with me as always is Anna Ty. Hello, Brian. How you doing? I'm good. How about you? Not too bad. Here we are for, you know, again, another hiatus. It's been... I know. It's been a, it's been a crazy couple weeks, it couple has. months it's lately. And, you know, we're trying to squeeze these in as, as much as we can. That's right. <coughs> And it's taking some time to kind of like just set up the studio. Yeah, but we're getting get there. We got uh, again. It seems like every time we, we come in here, we have a different table, different yes. table or something like that. <coughs> this one looks more like I don't know. It looks more professional. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. It's not like it's going to collapse in any time we push it over. So it's, it's pretty sturdy. So yeah. I'm liking this setup. So we just can't. Tell anyone where we found the table. Because <laughs> <laughs> we've I'm just sure they see we've it, just hijacked it, yeah. and it's ours. So exactly. Um, but no, we're back um, again. Doing we're live. Back, yes. We're live on on stream. Yes. For those of you that are listening to us down, you know, what would I say? Listening to us in the recorded format. We do the show live on Mondays. Um, we try to we try to start around ten thirty or eleven o'clock Mountain Mountain Standard Time, mm -hmm. and you can find us on our website, and that's techheads.com/live. T e c h e t e c h h e d s dot com slash live. And I also want to welcome the new listeners. Yes, I've got it on my spreadsheet. Welcome everyone. So welcome new listeners, your, new uh, viewers. New time. I hope you enjoy the uh, podcast and the yeah. live stream. And for those of you that are doing are joining us live, we have a chat room. So there's always a benefit of checking yes. us out, you know, live as opposed to pre-recorded. But we like to give the different options. Exactly. So. Um, with that said, let's go ahead and just get started talking about the stuff we got. Yes, very interesting topic today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, for those of you that are, well, I guess for anyone really, um, one of the big, and this is <laughs> one of the big buzzwords in the last <laughs> year or so has been Twitter. Um, in, in fact, just a couple days ago, my mom, my mom contacted me and she's like, I, do I need to be on Twitter? And was asking me things about Twitter, and it's 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 a really challenging question because there are a lot there are a lot of things people are curious about Twitter. They're seeing it everywhere on TV. Right. Um, find us on Twitter. Or go to our Twitter site. Or you know, find us on Facebook. The Twitter and Facebook seem to be kind of these big things that um, have kind of popped up out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. And and we've talked about Twitter a few times. In fact, we did a Tech Heads video cast about Twitter. We did. Um, Geez, it had to have been about a year ago. Yeah, so, so, f so Twitter's definitely it's definitely in the mainstream now. You'll see it on TV. The news people are always talking about tweeting. It's just it's it's definitely a mainstream thing now. And uh, and as it's kind of gained its traction, it's obviously you've had you've had other um, I guess companies looking at what they're doing and I guess trying to. Um, improve on it, make their own version, add to it, be part of it, mm -hmm. uh, and and that's kind of what we're going to talk a little bit about today. Uh, Google 
uh, about a couple a couple weeks ago launched uh, a, a essentially a competition to uh, Twitter and it's called Buzz. So mm -hmm. I thought today we would talk a little bit about Google Buzz, uh, compare it to Twitter, what it's how it's different, wh what kind of things are similar, um, what's integrated to it. We'll talk a little bit about the pros and cons of each and then also um, spend a little bit of time and talk about how these things are and can be used in, in education. Mm -hmm. It's really ironic because when I, the last time I, a couple of what, months ago, a couple of weeks, I, I logged into my Gmail account and I saw this link to Buzz. I'm mm -hmm. like, how did that get there? What is this thing? So, I mean, it's almost like they're just turning on these applications, tools discreetly mm -hmm. and then trying to promote it. So, I think, you know, I think it's a great topic to, to, to discuss about what is it. Yeah, and that day was on February 9th. So, it was about a month ago, mm -hmm. Google Buzz came into the world. Uh, but but I think right before we talk about Google Buzz, let's talk a little bit about we'll we'll talk about Twitter first, um, because they were kind of the ones that started this whole thing. Sure. We'll talk about Twitter, talk about where it's come from, and then we'll talk about Buzz. I only have some notes, so I'm going to kind of just go go off my notes here. But Twitter was originally founded, or I guess it was originally launched in 2006, and it was founded by a group of people, one of them being the guy, um, an individual that sold his blogging platform to Google. Good, yeah. um, he mm -hmm. sold Blogger to Google and started working on some other things and one of them ended up being Twitter. And w the way it was originally, um, it originally came out was, was it was a, a micro, they called it a micro blogging platform. Mm -hmm. And it was essentially tied in with SMS or text messaging. Messaging. So the idea was that you could send a quick te text message, and it would go to your Twitter account, and it would give up give status updates and things like that. And when Twitter originally started, I believe I'm trying to remember now, um, it it said, "What are you doing?" And then in the box, you were just supposed to type what you are doing. Mm -hmm. And I remember the first time I signed up for a Twitter account, and the, I'm sure my first tweet was something like. I'm trying to figure out Twitter or something along those lines, and I bet I bet 95 percent right. of everyone's first tweets out there was something along those lines, mm -hmm. because it was kind of confusing and yeah. it didn't make sense to me. And I, I I think I sent that tweet out, and then probably I didn't send another tweet out for another four or five months. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't until later in that year, and I want to say this by this time it was probably October 07, I think. Um, I had a colleague of mine who was at a university down in Texas, and she, she said, she's like, have you been t using Twitter? And I'm like, no, because it doesn't make any sense <laughs> to me. And she's like, I I'm like. I think it still doesn't make sense with, to a lot of people. It doesn't make sense to a lot of people, and that's certainly something we're going to talk about. But she, she said to me, she was like, it, it's, it's so great with all, all the people I'm following and the conversations that's going on. And I just kind of said to her, I'm just like, huh? I'm like, who wants to know what I'm doing? And and that's probably exactly. a, a question a lot of people ask. Right. Why would people care what I'm doing? Mm -hmm. And she's like, no, 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 that's not what it's about. And I'm like, well, what do you mean? And she, she started to explain to me the way that Twitter was being used. Mm -hmm. And really the way it was used, it was... It was enabled. It was it gave people the ability to kind of essentially shout out a message, and other people that were following her. And that's one of the things that you do in these applications is you follow someone. In other words, you you set yourself up with the ability to see what other people are saying. Mm -hmm. um, if you're following someone and you see what they're shouting, 
chances are there's other people in your community that are also following and then you're able to reply to that and essentially it starts this big collaborative conversation mm -hmm. and she slowly began to explain this concept to me and you know was, uh, the light bulb started going off and she basically said make sure you follow, <laughs> follow a couple of these people and you can kind of get an understanding of how it works mm -hmm. and at that point I'm like alright this is starting to make sense and and then it kind of spread from there, at least for me personally. I started following certain people. I started getting people to follow me mm -hmm. and started that conversation. And I was like, all right, now now we're talking. Now mm -hmm. something's going on here. It was more than just me saying, I'm having What dinner. are you doing? Yeah. Where are you exactly? And, and there's still a lot of that plays a role into it. But once you have this following, you'll do something like that. And people will, could reply back and say, oh, that's interesting. Try this food. Sure. Or I'll meet you down there. And, you know, this depends on you know, privacy controls and who you want to follow you and things like right. that. But that's kind of where it started off for me. And um, and this was, again, you know, in early 2007. I, I tend to be an early adopter of some of these things. I, I like to kind of jump into them and, and, and see what's, what, if they're worth doing anything. And and so it, that, that it kind of started off with this microblogging tool that kind of evolved into kind of a communication tool. Mm -hmm. And it was a communication you to, you know, talk to people one-on-one -on -one or to talk to as a group and, and just have this kind of um, collaborative communication. Mm -hmm. And and that was really how it was set up. It was There was a basic web interface that you could do this, and it was originally tied with your mobile phone, and it still works in this way so that sure. so that these things would, so these messages would come right to your phone. You mm -hmm. could set it up. If someone sent a message directed towards you, you could have it come right to your phone. And so the conversation was ongoing, whether or not you were in front of your computer or if you were, you know, out on the go with your mobile phone. Mm -hmm. And that's where it started. And it just took off from there. It took off to... Um, Basically, the interface went from the web. Um, they had their, they had to set up the ability so other companies and other organizations could develop around this interface. Mm -hmm. And next thing you know, you had all these different clients that you could download and install on your computer, and you could run Twitter on a nice little client sitting in the corner. Um, there were applications, especially when the iPhone and the iPod Touch came out, that were Twitter-centric applications, so you could do tweeting right on your on your phone without using cell phone messages. Um, and, and, and it just be, it started evolving more and more into that into, into what it is now. Uh, and next thing you know, large companies, big marketing efforts, um, promotional firms are all taking charge and using Twitter and that's kind of where it's evolved to this big thing that it is mm -hmm. today. I think with, with any kind of new application, it's obviously taking about two, three years for it to develop. Mm -hmm. Do you think that because now it has established itself as a, a kind of a community where now, all these different companies are coming on board because there are users out there. Mm -hmm. We've set the community up. Um, so there's, I guess, conversations or information that's circulating around, whereas before when it first came out, people were wondering, well, what do I do with this Twitter? What's it, its actual sole purpose? Uh, you know, it, I think the more and more you see some of these other things that you're talking about mm -hmm. evolve into Twitter, the more confusing it actually gets because you do have communities using this for certain mm -hmm. things you have these conversations going on mm -hmm. but then you have other groups or organizations using this solely to promote themselves yeah. and then you have other people using it that are just trying to right. figure it out right. so you have several different kind of intertwined uses mm -hmm. uses for this application and that's why people um, that you know haven't really used it 
are confused about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, what, should I be on it? Do I need to be on it? What's the, what am I supposed to do? And that's one of the challenges Twitter has faced in the last 12 months. And there's some things that I've read about that they're doing that, that they're going to try to kind of make this easier for the mainstream now that it has become mainstream. You know, people that aren't as tech savvy want to be on it, but they don't necessarily know why. Yeah. So, so do you think in the, the future there will be the ability or the functionality with Twitter that you can actually set up these kind of smaller communities? For example, education. So you have all your... Um, that's already edu- integrated into Twitter. Oh, okay. There, there, that was a new feature. And that's one, of the, that's one of the pros that I have here as far as Twitter. One thing that it, Twitter's been really good at is it's, it's had this what I'm calling a positive evolution. When new things come of it, mm-hmm. um, Twitter will take it and integrate it and make it part of the functionality. And they have it, within Twitter, you can log in your Twitter account and you'll see that they have this section called lists. Right. And a list is essentially a group of Twitter users. And you can click on that use and just see what those users are saying. So what it does is it'll funnel it. Okay. And then people can create lists and they can make them public. Based on the yeah. so, th- so they could say, and there's a bunch of perfectly above higher ed lists. There's a sure. bunch of lists out there of higher okay. ed follower. And you can follow that list and see everyone that's in that higher ed community and you can integrate, in, in, interact with them. So, so that's one of the things. I want to direct it back to the, uh, you started off saying that you, your parents or your mama was asking about Twitter, uh-huh. and I'm assuming she's probably going to either start tweeting or getting a Twitter account. Do you separate the actual content, what you post, to be private versus public versus, you know, comparing it to Facebook? Do you kind of like hold yourself back in terms of what content that you publish out? I personally, I mean, this is that this is coming back to a personal decision and how you want to use these tools. Um, I I definitely made the choice to integrate Twitter with just one account. Mm-hmm. Um, some people I know have a professional account, a personal account. Other people will have account that's completely private and only a few people can see what they're saying. Mm-hmm. Um, personally, my my account's wide open, mm-hmm. and I have. You know, people in education seen it. I have people in the tech field seen it. I have people. I have personal friends that see my Twitter account, and and I guess with with that knowledge, I you know I certainly will filter some of the things that I put out there. But um, you know, it's I'm very much of the fact that if I'm going to have this stuff public, you know, I'm not going to direct it specifically for one group or the other. I'm just going to have it all right. out there and just basically show myself as I am. Well, so, and, and that's a yeah. personal decision. Because I guess, you know, just listening to the news or reading up on it, there has been a lot of controversy between um, what people are posting out mm-hmm. there. And, you know, I think, does that make Twitter kind of liable or do they should they filter it? I mean, the, the clear example, I think, was, um, was it a teenager or someone that uh, tweeted about um, the abortion thing. So, you know... Um, so I don't know whether you know that falls into Twitter's account whether they need to kind of like I, I filter all that information. I personally don't think out. they do. It's you know they're they're providing the platform. They're not mm-hmm. there to kind of police the content that's on there. Mm-hmm. Um, if I were to but go, they, if if I were to go and post a sign on the wall that said something crude about myself, mm-hmm. is it that building's fault that I posted it to? <laughs> that they let me put that sign up there? Did they even know I put that sign up there? Right. It's 
it's but there's it definitely can, there's definitely learning curve. Yeah, exactly where what kind of direction it's going to. There's head a learning curve with technology. This question sure. will pop up every every couple years when there's a new application. It came up with MySpace when it first came out. It came up with Facebook when it's it still first going, came out. It's, it's not going to stop, you know. I mean, as we become a more um, techno technology centric um, world, mm -hmm. you know, we'll become more. We aware of these kind of things, and, and, and you know we're figuring this stuff out on the go, and 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 it's just that's just the the growing pains that you'll see with with this kind of technology. Mm -hmm. So I think over time, you know, people will learn how the tools work, and that. So, so where do you see Twitter um, heading? So well, within the next twelve months. Within the next twelve months. Do you think it's going to die out, or do you think it's going to take into a completely new direction that they're going to add all these different functionalities? I've heard a couple things that are coming out with Twitter that look pretty interesting. You know, they the the biggest question that everyone's always asked Twitter, and it's probably something that they've focused most of their energy on, is how does Twitter make money? Mm -hmm. Because they're not they're not making money at this point. They're hosting a lot of content mm -hmm. that people are signing up. It's free to join Twitter. And they have to pay employees to do all this stuff. Yet there's no, there's no income coming. The only income they've had is from investors, mm -hmm. and they can't just keep gaining investors because the right. investors will stop giving them money if there's no way money is going to come back. Mm -hmm. um, so the big thing that everyone's always talked about is how is Twitter going to make money? Are they going to make you pay for a premium service? Are they going to integrate advertising? Uh, what kind of things are they going to do? Mm -hmm. And you know, people have been speculating here and then. Um, the one, the latest thing that I've heard is that they are going to start integrating advertising into Twitter, and the way that it'll work would be something along the lines is of every so many tweets, there'll be an ad tweet in there that's an, an actual advertisement, and it'll stand out so you know that it's an advertisement. And similar to how Google does um, their uh, advertising in your Google searches and your Gmail, it'll mm -hmm. the the ads will relate to your tweets or your the, the, where your location and things that things of that matter. Mm -hmm. So so there's talk that they're going to be doing that. Another thing that I've heard, and this is one thing they've always been kind of hands off with, is that they've always allowed other developers to create their own applications to to run Twitter. So I could go to um, Seismic, I think at Seismic. Yep dot com and download an application that'll run Twitter for me. Mm -hmm. um, Twitter's always stayed away from doing this on their own, but there's 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 um, rumors going around that they might actually launch their own application that you can download right from their site. Mm -hmm. And if you it, and if you think about it, it's a really smart idea. They don't want to they don't want to squash their their um, other businesses that are doing this. They want to keep that going, but they want a basic client so that. The people like my mom who don't who are trying to figure out what this is, they go to Twitter, they see there's a tool that's super easy to use that they can download and get used to it. And then if they want to use something that's more you know, a little bit more to it, they can move on to something else afterwards. Mm -hmm. So so that that's I think where they're gonna be that where you'll some of the things you'll be seeing with Twitter in a couple months. Again, the big thing is they do need to start monetizing and it looks like they're gonna be doing that with advertising. So just the question about Twitter is that you are um Kind of restricted to the 140 characters. Right, and that's that's one thing we hadn't mentioned. Um, you can only type 140 characters per tweet, um, and and I think that's one reason why Twitter kind of got really popular is there were no diatribes or paragraphs or anything like that. You got 140 characters to say your message and and send it out. Do you think that's too much? Or do I think 140? I mean, do you, do you think they will shorten that, condense it a little bit more, or expand it for to allow you to I don't know embed. 
um, other links and videos and stuff. Yeah, you know, that's it's funny because I think one of the benefits of Twitter is that it's 140 characters. One of the disadvantages of Twitter is <laughs> it's 140 right. characters. You know, no matter how what way you look at it, you know, there's there's it's good and it's bad. Right. I like it because I'm all about short and simple, oh, short sure. and sweet. You know, just get get it out there. Um, and but then there's sometimes you like you spend like two minutes trying to tweak everything to make sure it's in the 140 <laughs> exactly. characters. Um, and, and that's interesting or you just because tweet another message for follow-up message. And that's one of those kind of evolutions that came out of Twitter. Because of that, um, people were it was it was tough for people to put really large links in their tweets because it was taking up so much time. So then there came this whole new industry of these kind of tiny URLs, tiny website addresses. Mm -hmm. I don't know what the what the right term for that 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 business is, but there's all these sites out there that w Bitly is another one. Mm -hmm. They'll take a URL like say www.techheads.com and squash it into like eight characters and then you can use that and people right. click on it and it'll redirect mm -hmm. to the site there's well, no been a one can lot remember like a URL that long right. so yeah and especially when a URL is 140 characters exactly. it takes up your whole tweet so there's been a lot so that's been one of those kind of um, positive evolutions that's that's come out of um, Twitter um, another one's hashtagging and hashtagging essentially is um, the number sign a hash mark with with a word and these usually come at the end of someone's tweets and essentially they're like keywords so if I were to say latest tech heads latest tech heads talking about Twitter and education I might put a hashtag after it that says education or something like that mm -hmm. and then those become ser a searchable and indexable so then people can use Twitter as a search to kind of see things that are going on on specific mm -hmm. topics and things like that again another positive evolution that came out of this mm -hmm. so um, so it's it's interesting, you know. Um, I think those are kind of the things that have made Twitter what it is. Mm -hmm. um, oh, I mean, you look at the, the celebrity world. There are so many celebrities these days now that are just tweeting what they're doing, promoting yeah. themselves, when are they touring, etc. So I think definitely that kind of area has jumped on board and and definitely, you know, taking it into the next direction. So, yeah, the, the celebrity um, acceptance of Twitter has been very interesting. Um, you've had professional athletes announce that they're getting traded on here and things like that. Um, you have actors talking on Twitter regularly. And it's, again, for them, it's another, it's another great way to kind of promote themselves mm -hmm. um, to their fans and things like that. So, so that's been good. And, you know, another thing that's been interesting, I thought, with Twitter was the way that Facebook reacted to Twitter. Um, in the last year and a half, Facebook has modified their user experience, their interface, mm -hmm. to kind of compete with Twitter. Um, they used to have these status updates. Um, they still do, but it's yeah. very much more like Twitter now, and it's right. real time, and things exactly. are coming in there. Well, they basically what, launched a new um, interface a couple yeah. of weeks ago to obviously to allow for all these functionalities. Yeah, and, and, and again, it's still different and it's very much Facebook. But mm -hmm. um, what's interesting to me that is you take that kind of Facebook interaction that they have there with your wall postings and your comments and you mix it with Twitter and personally I think that's what Google Buzz is. So let's talk a little bit about Google Buzz. Mm -hmm. um, Google Buzz, and this is, we'll, we'll put the website up in the show notes and it'll be up here for you people live. Um, it's google.com slash buzz. 
And that's exactly the way that I perceive Google Buzz. It was, it was launched in just about a month ago, on February 9th, 2010, and it's essentially a cross, a cross between tw Twitter and a Facebook wall post comment. And the reason I say that is because it's very much like Twitter, yet it gives you the ability to integrate a, a YouTube video, a picture from Flickr. You can, um, you can, I'm trying to think what else you can put in there. Um, oh, well, you can do more than 140 characters. You could write, you could write a paragraph or two if you'd like. Um, and it also integrates um, Google Reader. Obviously, it's going to, you know, put bring in these other Google tools and cross promote. But it also does Flickr, and it also, and this is the interesting thing to me, it integrates Twitter. So oh, it allows okay. you to set it up so that anything you send on Twitter will go to your, will go to Google Buzz, will get posted to Google Buzz. Um, again, it was it was launched in February 2010, mm -hmm. and um, it was in. Originally, it's integrated. Still, is it's it's part of Gmail. So if you have a Gmail account, you're automatically you automatically have a Buzz account. Well, that's how I discovered it because when I logged into Gmail, I saw this link on the far left hand side of the uh -huh. navigation panel had Buzz, and it's like, what is this? How I never turn it on? Like who? actually created this. So. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a new link on the left hand corner of your Gmail interface. It's called Buzz. It's got this little kind of word, colorful word bubble icon. And it's, it's Twitter-like functionality within Gmail with all your contacts. And when it got released, there was actually quite a bit of controversy because um, you immediately had all your pre-existing Gmail contacts were following you and you were following them on Buzz. Mm -hmm. And all your other contacts could see your other contacts, and people had some privacy issues. I heard a story. I think it was through Buzz where someone's ex was now able to see that they were connected with another person, and all this kind of. Well, it just takes and one I think person, there was right? a lawsuit <laughs> filed or something along those lines. Um, so there was a little bit of controversy when it came out a few weeks ago that kind of talked about this stuff. But basically, th Google threw, threw this out there. Um, it was quite unexpected. And <coughs> most people have looked at it and are trying to figure it out um, as far as where is its place here in this, in this kind of world of social networking and what's going to happen to it. Um, have you had a chance to play with it yet? I've played it with it, you know, on and off, and, and again this morning, and I, I definitely like the the integration with the ability to just embed the video and, and photos and links and etc. But what um, I still kind of find a little bit confusing is that within your Gmail account, only people that are in your contacts will be able to see kind of like the feeds that you. Well, the tweets that you well, it's set up so you, yeah. For I mean, that's the first thing they want you to do is go through your existing contacts, follow them, follow, and you have them follow back. So potentially that makes it more of a private conversation because only the contacts that are within your Gmail account will see it. Not, not, not. That's not true at all. Because say I'm following these five people, okay. and you're following those five people. Okay. okay. You send something on Buzz. Your five people see it. And I see it. If I reply to yours, right. then all my five people see oh, it. Oh, so that's how they can get into yeah. it. And then they're like, oh, I'm going to follow that. And so it's, it's completely public and open like Twitter is. But so it's within the confines of your email account, which confuses okay. people. But then does that kind of, I can see where that's going in terms of like the privacy and all that. Mm -hmm. Because 
you didn't really give permission to those exactly. third party to, to so, view that. So within the last couple of weeks, Google has kind of done some things to kind of to fix that up and kind of make okay. that better. Um, and again, this is new, and we've and in the past, Google never really launches something without saying that they're still working on things, and it's you know. Well, it's always these beta. It's always in beta. I can't remember if Buzz is in beta or ages. not. Um, I'd, I'd have to look at it again, but um, yeah, so it's got it's got some of those things that they're working out, mm -hmm. uh, but it's very much in the sense of uh, uh, like Twitter, and and the interesting thing to me is because I've definitely spent some time with it. Um, there's some people out there. For the most part, it seems like people have, like the reception was like, holy cow, buzz, buzz, buzz. Everyone's jumping into there. The whole community was like going crazy, um, and a lot of people set it up there. And I've noticed that most of them have since left you know they checked it out they're like this is cool but not everyone on there that i'm following on twitter's on there i've built my community on twitter mm -hmm. i've built my community yeah. on facebook i'm going back to that uh, in the meantime i'll set it up and this is you know very much how i've noticed that it's been working for me is i've set it up so anything i do in twitter will automatically get sent to buzz and that's kind of an interesting feature that Gmail has integrated into mm -hmm. there. So so a lot of things that you'll see in Buzz, at least that I see, are just reposts from Twitter that are going into there. And I don't see too many people um, kind of initiating a discussion in, in right. Buzz right now. They're just kind of just sending, they're cross-posting their stuff from Twitter. And that may change. Um, I've heard some accounts where people are like, I'm, I'm done with Twitter, I'm doing everything in Buzz. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, so, so you're going to see a little bit of both. I, I see it as... The, the way that it's probably like another application that tool that you need to manage but the fact that it's contained within Gmail so once you go in to access your emails and all that the functionality is there right. but I think you know plain devil's advocate I can see people that are using Twitter you know Facebook etc all these other external application it's just another you're right tool you're right it, to kind of manage it is exactly another tool that you can man that you have to manage and when the first thing I thought about I'm like this is great it's in Gmail so it's not another thing that I have to manage though I sort of have to manage it mm -hmm. um, but now there's that on top of Twitter okay. you know within Gmail um, so it really depends on how you look at it so I, I want to ask you like another a question with in the whole Google suite of applications how is this actually different from Google Wave? Well, that's 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 something that I have on here, as far as um, one of the possible, you know, disadvantages to Google Buzz is that, and we've talked about Google Wave a lot. And for those of you that are mm -hmm. are not familiar with Google Wave, it's a it's a new communication platform that they um, announced about a year ago, and uh, I'm not 100% sure on the date. And it, that's very much in a very very much in a, a beta stage. And it's a collaborative communication tool um, that takes threaded discussions, email, and chat, and integrates mm -hmm. it all in the one, which can kind of look like what Buzz is. And the first time I saw Buzz, that crossed my mind. I'm like, this is kind of like Wave. I, it doesn't make sense mm -hmm. to me. It's like Wave integrated into into email. Right. And 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 I I wonder about that. I wonder what that says about wave or what that says about buzz and you know the longevity of one or the other because mm -hmm. they are very similar and i don't really have an honest answer for you and i don't think anyone really knows because there were a bunch of us that are just kind of scratching right. their head just like exactly because they you know they they keep creating all mm -hmm. these beta versions of applications and they're throwing it out there but mm -hmm. as users 
it can get very confusing. Mm -hmm. It's like you've got all these applications, what do I do mm -hmm. with it? They're still all part of the one suite. Does one take president of the other, or are they going to phase out the other? I mean, there's so many questions that yeah. are still up in the air. And that's one of the um, that's one of the, another one of the cons I have for um, Google Buzz is the fact that Google has been known in the past to kill an application that doesn't catch on. Mm -hmm. And they've done that with, um, and I can't remember the name of the tool, but they had this kind of thing that was sort of like Second Life. It was a 3D virtual world mm -hmm. that you could interact, and it was out there for maybe a year, and then it just they just said, we're shutting the doors. And I could see that happening to Google Buzz if no one really uses it, mm -hmm. that they'll just turn it off. And, and and that certainly makes me want to wonder if I want to you know spend invest a lot of time um, using Buzz it only to find it get turned off later. Right. You know I think I think Twitter has established itself as a platform where it's probably not going anywhere anytime soon. Mm -hmm. um, but you never know these days with some of the stuff. So right. um, you know they could easily get acquired, gobbled up, and just you know spit out. It's it's really tough to say. Um, so what is your preference? I mean you've you've Probably, um, um, you're leaning probably more towards Twitter because you've been using it for mm -hmm. a long time, and now that Buzz has only come out for about you know a month or so. What's your preference over the mm -hmm. two? What is more easily um, well, you know, like e more easy to use. And like we've said, you know, Twitter is just it's been widely popular. It's gained a lot of it's gained tons of traction in the last couple of years. I've I've established myself on there. Um, use it regularly. Um, for, for all different kinds of things and don't anticipate um, abandoning it anytime soon. Mm -hmm. um, with that said, you know, you do have the limitations, 140 characters. Um, Buzz is integrated into Gmail, so it's always there. I see it because I'm a very heavy Gmail user, uh, so I always see it there, and I'm always going to keep an eye on it. I, I jump in there every once in a while. Um, I, do like, I do like some of this, I do like the no character limitation. Uh, I do like the fact that you can integrate multimedia like images and pictures and things like that. Mm -hmm. So, so I'm definitely keeping my eye on it. You know, I'm doing my best to balance the two. You know, I'm definitely with my focus on Twitter, but I'm, you know, I'm not, I'm not turning, a, turning away from Buzz. I'm, I'm using them both, mm -hmm. but I know most people can't do that. And, and I think, I think if they're, if they're looking to choose one right now, um, I think Twitter is definitely the where you want to be right now because that's where everything is going. Not to be said that um, Google Buzz will gain traction down the road because they very well, they very well might. So would your answer still be the same if a, a professor came up to you and said, "Hey, Brian, you know, I've heard about Twitter, and then now, you know, I've, I've heard about uh, Google Buzz." I'm wanting to integrate that or trying to trial it in my class. Mm -hmm. Is there any recommendation over one platform over the other? Well, would you still give the same answer? The, the, the first thing I would ask them is, what exactly do you want to do? Mm -hmm. Because th that's one thing I've, I've been cha uh, challenging myself in the head is really a successful way to use one of these tools in the classroom because I, I haven't really been sold on a way. Um, I see, I see um, facu faculty in different situations taking Twitter to the class, talking to, um, trying to integrate things, mm -hmm. and I haven't seen too much success out of that. And I'm still not sold on the idea that Twitter or Buzz or these kind of tools are something you want to be using in the classroom for your class. But um, there, there are certain things that I've seen out there that seem, that seem interesting. Um, some, some are using it to um, 
instill a conversation within their class outside of like a course management system or something mm -hmm. like that. Some of them are using it to post assignments, to post announcements. Um, the, those are certainly interesting things and there's some uh, more creative experiments that are going out there. Mm -hmm. So I would probably talk to them about that before that. Now if they were going to ask me, you know, what about just as far as higher education in general? And I would definitely have to focus them towards Twitter. And the reason, reason I would say that is because there are a lot of institutions, a lot of organizations that are using Twitter mm -hmm. right now. Um, we here, CU Online has a Twitter account. The University of Colorado Denver has a Twitter mm -hmm. account. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, other universities are using it to send out marketing messages mm -hmm. and things like that. There's big educational organizations like Educause that have Twitter that are sending their news articles out on that. Mm -hmm. And those are just great resources to be able to just open up your Twitter and see that stuff. You know, follow one of those education lists and you'll have all that kind of information right there at your fingertips. Don't have to search for it. Don't have to subscribe to any blogs or anything like that. It's just all there coming in consistently. Mm -hmm. So th th those are probably the kind of the ways that I would look at it. Mm -hmm. um, I have a very big um, educational community on Twitter that you know I'm following and having conversation with regularly. And it's, it's just been, it's been very enriching. Uh, it's it's definitely opened me up to other things, things that are going on. We use Twitter here anytime we do a, anytime we're doing a live show, anytime we post a new recording, mm -hmm. we tweet it out so that people have access to it. So so it's great for that. You know, it's it's a great resource. As far as you know, how it would be used in the classroom specifically, that you know the verdict's still out on that. It's still, you know, it's still being tested and things like that. So I, I, I want to, I guess, play um, devil's advocate again. Do you think that the accessibility of all the information that has just been published right into our fingertips, do you think it's made us a lot more, um, I guess, lazier, lazy people in the fact that now, before we would go out and, and try to like do research and. and gain all this information but now all the information is actually just coming to us do you think that it's you know a positive note or do you think that it's just making us rely on this information rather than us going out and oh, you know, searching for this information I, I, I mean this is this is like I have more information on this machine right here than all the libraries in Colorado could have Mm -hmm. I could spend a year's worth of time trying to research the stuff I could find in here in an hour. It's just, it's a paradigm shift is really what's going on. Um, we have access to this information just right here at any time, anywhere. Mm -hmm. And what that's doing, in my opinion, is it's, 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 abil it's given us the ability to expand our knowledge and pursue larger and greater things. Um, in, in other words, making, making research more efficient. So that's how I look at it. Okay. But uh, there's nothing wrong with going to the library and reading a good book. There's you, there's you cannot you cannot you cannot take that away. The, there, you, you cannot take away the idea of going to the library and doing research because that again it's a different paradigm and it's it's a different experience and there are advantages and things that you get out of researching things that way as well. Mm -hmm. um, it it does take some time and it does take a little more effort, but sometimes you get more out of that. So. Mm -hmm. So do you think? Where do you see Buzz heading within, even say six months? Oh, do you think it. it's going to fade? Is, is it a big hype, or do you think, yeah, they're going to definitely, you know, expand on this um, concept? I, I think you know, and and Google's done this in the past. One or two things will happen. Well, yeah, one or two things will happen. 
Um, they'll wait and see if it takes. And if it ta what I mean by that is if it gets adopted and accepted by its user community, mm -hmm. they'll, they'll continue to develop it and evolve it and make it a better tool. Um, if it doesn't, it could fade away. Another thing they could do is they could take that technology and integrate it into something else that's coming out, maybe Wave, mm -hmm. uh, maybe combine the two. Mm -hmm. uh, so, so it's really tough to say. It's really too early to kind of make a prediction with Google because they're sort of unpredictable. Uh, you know, the big thing right. for them is they have a, they have a couple different um, agendas. You know, one of them obviously is to make money. They've always done it through advertising. So if they can find a way to successfully integrate, you know, uh, a revenue opportunity with Buzz, they'll certainly go that route. Um, and then they're, you know, they're trying to make things fun, trying to make things easy, and trying to make the world a better place. Mm -hmm. And if Buzz can do that, they'll go that route as well. So mm -hmm. um, I can't really, can't really pinpoint it. I mean, if you really wanted me to pinpoint something, I, at this point, I would say that they got a long way to go to get catch up to even Twitter or even Facebook. Mm -hmm. um, and they've always been trying to trying to get into this kind of social media world. Um, they've had things like Google Social. They've they've purchased a, a few um, social networks. I'm um, not so big here, but really big um, international social networks. Um, so they've been doing some things. They're trying to get their foot in there. They it's certainly been a challenge for them. Um, what they're good at is, is search, obviously, and you know um, advertising and things like that and they want to kind of you know get they in want to the take over the world yeah. I mean there's so many Google applications yeah. and tools out there that's so, floating around yeah. so. Um, so so we'll see it's it's really tough to say at this point so mm -hmm. um, but that's all I have to say on those things um, I think we've talked enough <laughs> <laughs> well I mean Definitely. I mean, the buzz is out there. Um, definitely go check it out. Um, yep, check it out. Um, you've got a Gmail account. Just log in and uh, start. Yeah, that's the easiest part. Posting. Um, or go to google.com slash buzz. Mm -hmm. We'll have those links in our show notes, which can be found at techheads.com. Mm -hmm. That's T-E-C-H-H-E-D-S. Um, go there, check it out. Check out our old episodes, too. We have all those up there. You can go um, contact us, send us information. If you have any questions about the stuff we're talking about, we're more than happy to talk to you about that. Um, any ideas for the show? If you'd like to be on the show, um, definitely check all that stuff out. Go there. Well, we, we mentioned, you know, with Twitter, we, we do have a university Twitter account. Yes, we do. So you can follow us. Follow us. It's um, twitter.com, sorry, twitter.com slash UC Denver. So that's our username. Right, and our specific Twitter account is twitter.com slash cuonline. Mm -hmm. And follow that, and you'll get the great, the latest updates from CU Online as well as anytime we post a Tech Heads episode, anytime we're going live on Tech Heads, our faculty learning community, we tweet about mm -hmm. that on there. So, again, we're making use of that. Uh, we're not on Buzz yet. We'll have to. <laughs> um, we'll again, have to we're still kind of taking a look further. at that. So. But um, I want to thank everyone for joining us. Um, it was a great another show, and we will be back next week. We will. Gosh darn it. Um, we'll, have a, we'll have a great topic, and um, I'm comfortable. I like this setup we get I here. I do. Getting I like it, yes. But we have, behind this red curtain, we have an awesome green screen, and we got to integrate some cool graphics back there, so <laughs> like hopefully we'll get that. a desk and everything. Yeah, and so um, until next week, I think that's all. Yes. Thank you, everyone, and we'll see you next week. Have a good one.